Welcome to The Rundown, your source for the latest news and updates from the Kansas Legislative Division of Post Audit, featuring LPA staff talking about recently released audit reports and discussing their main findings, key takeaways, and why it matters. I'm Brad Hoff. In April 2022, Legislative Post Audit released a follow-up performance audit reviewing whether the Department of Corrections and the Office of Judicial Administration implemented recommendations made by LPA in a January 2020 performance audit related to juvenile justice reforms. I'm with Maury Exline, auditor at Legislative Post Audit, who completed the audit report. Maury, welcome to The Rundown, and thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Brad. So, for this follow-up report, you looked at the Department of Corrections and the Office of Judicial Administration. Before we talk about your findings in this follow-up audit, give our listeners some context and talk about the initial audits that prompted this follow-up audit. Right. So this audit followed up on the recommendations made in Legislative Post Audit's 2020 audit of juvenile justice reform that evaluated the effects of Senate Bill 367, and it looked at the effectiveness of the Senate Bill 367 reforms on the juvenile justice system, community-based services, and monitoring and evaluation processes in place. So this audit had several recommendations related to data and accountability for both of the um, agencies, Kansas Department of Corrections and the Office of Judicial Administration. So first, let's focus on the Department of Corrections. Uh, summarize the initial audit's recommendations uh, made to the Department of Corrections and what you found in your follow-up work on whether those recommendations have been implemented. The first recommendation the 2020 audit had for the Kansas Department of Corrections was to develop a complete data set of juvenile offenders under their supervision or custody. During our audit work, we found that KDOC has implemented this recommendation. They have complete data for all judicial districts in their Athena data system that was put into place in 2018. They also have processes in place to ensure that this data is complete and accurate. The second recommendation was that once both data sets are in place, KDOC and OJA need to cooperate to reach an agreement on how to share, stage, and analyze their agency's data so that the state can have a comprehensive data set of its juvenile offenders. This recommendation has been implemented. OJA, KDOC, and DCF came to an agreement and signed a memorandum of agreement that went into effect in November of 2021. This agreement sets the terms of data sharing between agencies to ensure that data sets are compatible with one another and can be analyzed statewide. The third recommendation that the 2020 audit had was that the Kansas Department of Corrections should develop a process to ensure judicial districts are using reinvestment grants on appropriate programs. So during our audit, we found that KDOC has implemented this recommendation. We verified that the grant application includes allowable uses of funding, and grantees must certify and reconcile their expenses. Further, we saw evidence that KDOC receives quarterly reconciliations from grantees and does fiscal audits on a three-year rotating basis. During our 2020 audit, the accounting staff at KDOC was shorthanded, which we believe was the cause of some of the issues that we saw at the time. Currently, KDOC's accounting staff is fully staffed, and this follow-up audit saw no areas of concern related to proper use of grant funds. 
Now, let's talk about the recommendations made to the Office of Judicial Administration in the initial January 2020 audit, uh, what you found in your follow-up work, and whether those recommendations have been implemented. So the first recommendation we reviewed regarding the Office of Judicial Administration was that OJA should develop a complete data set of juvenile offenders under their supervision or custody. During our audit work, we found that OJA is currently in the process of implementing this recommendation via their new centralized case management system. This project started in 2017 and currently has data on juveniles under OJA supervision in two of Kansas's 31 districts. However, based on this data, we were able to see the processes are in place and the data will likely be complete and accurate when the project rollout is complete. The second recommendation regarding OJA was that once both datasets are in place, KDOC and OJA need to cooperate to reach an agreement on how to share, stage, and analyze their agency's data so the state can have a comprehensive dataset of its juvenile offenders. So this recommendation has been implemented. As we said before, OJA, KDOC, and DCF came to that agreement and signed a memorandum of agreement that went into effect in November of 2021. However, in the case of OJA, as we mentioned, their data set is not complete at this time. So until that data set is complete, the full data set of statewide data for juvenile offenders will not be able to be in place. The Office of Judicial Administration mentioned setbacks in project rollout of the centralized case management system. This project is still in progress, and OJA mentioned steps that they are taking in working with the vendor to continue the rollout of the system. Now, the report includes a section highlighting a potential issue for further consideration related to the Office of Judicial Administration's Centralized Case Management System project. Talk a little bit about this issue. Right. So while looking for the evidence of complete data sets, we realized that the data available through OJA was limited, and we noticed delays in implementation. The centralized case management system rollout began in 2017 and was originally scheduled to complete in August of 2021. In updates to the Joint Committee on Information Technology in both 2020 and 2021, OJA mentioned that the pandemic caused delays. However, as of this audit, juvenile data is only available in two of the 31 districts. In March, a new rollout plan was posted on the website that left four of the 10 rollout tracks as unscheduled and currently includes no deadline for project completion. OJA scheduled Sedgwick and Shawnee, two of the most heavily populated Kansas counties, to the end of the project. Lastly, Johnson County was also incorporated in the most recent project rollout plan. Information about the IT project's budget was also missing from the latest project updates. On August 19, 2021, OJA officials testified to JCIT about having withheld payment from the contractor. Though this limited scope audit did not allow for time to fully understand this project, we felt that there may be an opportunity for more consideration of this project's status. Finally, what is the main takeaway of this audit? In following up on recommendations from the January 2020 Juvenile Justice Reforms Audit, we found that KDOC implemented all three recommendations and OJA implemented one and is in the process of implementing the other. Maury Exline is an auditor at Legislative Post Audit. She recently completed an audit that looked at whether the Department of Corrections and the Office of Judicial Administration implemented recommendations made by LPA 
in a January 2020 performance audit related to juvenile justice reforms. Maury, thank you for joining me today and discussing the audit's findings. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to The Rundown. To receive newly released podcasts, subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. For more information about legislative post-audit and to read our audit reports, visit kslpa.org. Follow us on Twitter at KSAudit or visit our Facebook page. 